Because right now I can't go to the office anyway. I'm working from my house. How difficult would it be to go into boss man and say, hey, I can work from anywhere. You mind if I go hang out at the beach for a month so long as I'm available and do my job? I mean, I've proven that I can do it over the last 20 freaking years. Is there a reason why I can't go do it at, you know, at the beach? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not a reason. Can I go do it from an RV if I plan it and make it work? Probably. Why not? Right? Yeah. Reimagine your life a little bit. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast, your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. I am Ron Phillips, and I am here with Heather Marchant, and I say here, uh, <laughs> Interestingly enough, either one of us are really here where we normally are. So we want to talk about welcome, Heather. Yeah, thank you for having me. Always fun. It's a good time. <laughs> Today, we want to talk about maybe some vision implementation, uh, Heather. And, you know, before you get so old that you can't really do vision implementation anymore, at least the same way as you could when you were younger. We're going to talk a little bit about how you take pieces of your vision and you implement them right now. And we're going to do that using a whole lot of Heather, <laughs> a little tiny bit of Ron, and we're gonna wanna to mix it all together today. But that's what we're gonna talk about. And, and this is really, really important. So I was literally last night, I was laying in bed at one o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> I went to sleep at like 8.30 and I woke up at one. <laughs> when you go to sleep at 8.30 uh, in, the, in the evenings. <clears throat> lesson learned again for the millionth time <laughs> so i woke up at 1 30 and i couldn't sleep uh, my brain thought it was time to get up um so i scrolled through facebook for a little bit trying to um get be able to go back to sleep and one of my friends posted about make sure you live your life now because she had just seen somebody who was trying to live their 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 vision and they couldn't and then she, she posted about another friend who had died when they were 60 before they even got to Social Security. I mean, they, they literally yeah. hadn't even gotten to the point where they were going to start living their cool vision. And then he, and he died. Yeah, for sure. I, I have a, a good friend whose husband just passed away um, two days ago, and he was diagnosed with cancer. And he had, I think it was not even five weeks from his diagnosis to when he passed away. And I think that happens a lot when you just don't have any warning and then your life is cut short. So um, I've, I've had that perspective mostly from working with you, Ron, about how life is so short that we have to take advantage and live our vision before we're 60 or 65, right? You just Absolutely. don't know. Absolutely. And so we want to talk about that today. So let's, let's, let's talk about where each of us are. I'll go first because I really don't want to talk about mine too much, but anybody who's watching this can tell that Heather is in a new place and I am in a new place and we're both doing the show. You may hear some, can you hear that? Heather? I heard, I heard something, but I couldn't tell what it was. There's like construction going on down there. there <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, I'm in, I'm in Sarasota, Florida at a hotel on the beach. And I think they're actually taking sand they're 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 putting sand out on the beach right now so oh. going on um, <laughs> this is a kind of a crazy story but um i am sitting in our new rv we bought about a month ago last summer 
my husband and I said, we are going to rent an RV or we were going to buy a camping trailer that we could pull and we're going to do it next summer. And we were pretty, pretty determined. Um, my husband's job, he was pretty sure he was either going to quit or be let go from his job. And so he, uh, whichever one came first, I guess. And so we had this plan last summer. Well, we didn't know that it was going to be the summer of everyone having this same vision, <laughs> but it took a, a little while to find the right vehicle, but it is a motorhome, and it fits all my family. And so we um, pulled the trigger about a month ago, a little later than we anticipated, thanks to COVID, but it uh, is coming to fruition. I am in Minnesota today. And I think we've driven maybe 20 hours, maybe at this point of the drive. And so we started um, about a week ago. Yeah, this is cool. So you're, you're planning on being gone for a, a while, right? This isn't yeah. just a jaunt up to Minnesota and then we're, we're done. This is, I mean, tell everybody what you're doing. So we wanted to go and see the country. And for me, seeing the country was, um, I guess, two positives for it is that I get to see the country with my family. We've stopped at lots of national parks already, but I'm Mount Rushmore, which was totally amazing. If you haven't been, I highly, highly recommend it. It was amazing. Uh, better than I even thought it would be. Um, but we are going to tour properties and I'm going to meet with sellers, rehabbers that we work with, um, lenders. I have a few appointments to meet with lenders as well. And I'm going to be going through uh, maybe 15 or 20 states through this whole adventure. And so we'll cover about four or five areas where we sell properties. So for me, I mean, logistically and tax wise, um, I've already talked to my accountant and strategized because we wanted to do this anyway. And so I can actually write off 100% of the purchase price of the motorhome if I'm using it 100% for business. So I'm stopping along my route to visit people, but I'll be um, traveling for business for two months. I mean, it's pretty cool. You're, you're right now at one of our clients' house. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is uber cool, I think. Yeah. Um, and they're cool people. Um, but I, I, I just think that uh, it's really cool that you're getting to go see all of these things and spend time with the family at the same time. Um, I thought what would be really cool, Heather, is to, is to talk through like how this comes about and then the how-to. So we have spent quite a bit of time on the show really talking about the importance of, of vision and importance of living at least parts of your vision mm -hmm. now rather than waiting till later. So we've, we've kind of beat that horse maybe <laughs> all the way to death. I'm not sure uh, <laughs> at this point, but if you haven't figured it out, this is really important. Uh, and maybe you should pay attention this time if you haven't in the past. Um, so that said, setting it aside, I thought maybe it would be nice today if we would go through some of the, the how to's like, how do we make, yeah, parts of our vision work right now, um, because this wasn't like a super easy thing for you to just no do, right. I mean, this was this this took some serious thought and planning to make something like this happen. Um, yeah. So walk us through how does one even get to the point where you say I'm taking two months and I'm going to go do this thing, even though I have like probably the most prominent role <laughs> in this company in the company RP Capital, like. Heather has yeah. the most prominent role, right? She does a ton of, of stuff. So how do you just 
like take off for two months <laughs> and go so, over the world? How does that yeah. work? Yeah. Um, I think a couple things that come to mind. So I, number one, we have a great team. So they're all supportive of my vision. And we're, for, I mean, we kind of share each other's life visions a lot and how we can support each other in that vision. So I think that's a really big component. Um, our team has been really supportive. And so I'll have moments on this drive where I won't have great cell phone reception. And so talking on the phone is tricky. And so they're just totally on board and no one's been frustrated or <laughs> anything like that, um, first of all. So having a good team and encouraging other and sharing, like talking about what you're doing and why you're doing it and why it means something to you allows other people to get on board with your vision. So that's been pivotal. Um, I would say as far as logistically, I wanted to make sure that- Let's oh, go ahead. out and do logistics in a second. Okay, go. I don't want to glaze over what you just said. That is uh, <laughs> really, really important. It, it was important for me mm -hmm. and- so if, if you're out there and you're a business owner, right? And I'm going to talk to you for just a second. You living your vision without allowing other people to live their vision is, is you being selfish. Okay? So just let that sink in for a second. That people who work on your team with you do not work on your team with you so that you can do things that they can't do. That's not the purpose, yeah. right? It's really, really important that you get that through your head if you don't already have it all through your head. <laughs> so when you're building, when you are building for yourself the ability to do what Heather is now talking about, it's important that you build the framework so that everyone else in your company can do the same thing and that you encourage them to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when Heather talks about team, this is two tiers deep of team support because I was able to, if you guys all remember my story, almost three years ago now, actually three years ago this <laughs> month, my yeah. wife and I were in, uh, well, we went to Myrtle Beach first and then we drove down to Charleston and it was in Charleston we decided to move. We weren't even planning on moving, right? Just up and decided to move. <laughs> it was because of months worth of prep work that I had done, but I'm not even not even really realizing why that made it so that I could do that. That's what Heather's talking about, right? So putting the putting the people and the systems and the processes in place so that you can <laughs> well if you guys heard that it sound like I got shot or something. <laughs> um, but that is critically important to make this work. So yeah. I, I don't want Heather to just gloss over that because I did that, but we've we've made it inside of the company so that other people can do that right so that they can leave and really if they wanted to be gone now two months you have to you have to make some other alterations in how things work so that things can continue to to uh to move and progress and that's the logistical piece of this thing right but if if heather wanted to take a week off heather could take a week off it's not a big deal she can just leave and not check in and be gone just gone two weeks off, right? Putting together a, a plan where you can take off two months and go drive around the country and do some really cool things and still do this in an RV is not the easiest thing. Most people would give up and say it's impossible. So yeah. now, Heather, with all of that groundwork. Yeah, thank you. 
I'm glad because those are really important points. So um, logistically, so I, I had to make a lot of plans just for my house because we didn't sell our house. So I have someone living in my house, managing all of that, making sure our everything's watered and <laughs> that we don't have any leaks or any crazy things happening. And I just found someone in my neighborhood who's in her early 20s and was living at home with her parents. And for those of you who've ever done that, she was like, over the moon <laughs> to come and have her own personal living space to live there. And she said, stay as long as you want. And so she's just happy to have her own space. So it's a win-win um, for her and for us. So she's taking pictures of our mail and sending us anything that's important. She'll mail it to us at like our next destination. Okay, so yeah, that works. Okay. You, you, yeah. Are you paying her? I'm not paying her. Okay, because what, I mean, when I was 20, well, I was in the military when I was 20, but I mean, if some crazy German wanted to let me <laughs> use their house while I was in Berlin, I would have jumped at that opportunity. You wouldn't have to pay me a dime. Exactly. I would have watered the plants. I would have done whatever so that I could be by myself off post. I guarantee you that, right? Exactly. Uh, okay, great. So, so that, that's been working awesome. And um, then I have our houses, everything is taken care of. We have someone to mow the lawn. We decided not to have her mow the lawn. That was a kind of a, a, a big ask So at that point. So we have someone else we've paid to mow our lawn. So the house is all tucked away and good, right? So that took a minute to orchestrate, but it, was, it turned out really beautifully. Um, and then the actual RV itself has been a little bit more of the adventure, I would say, um, because we needed to find the right space that I could live in for two months and work in for two months. And so that, that proved to be a little trickier. So I can share a little bit about how I've done that for people who I've talked to a lot of clients since this time that say, oh, that's on my bucket list, or essentially that's my life vision. I want to do that for a year. I've, I've talked to probably a dozen people that have all said that to me. And so I didn't know how common this was that people want to do this. I have, so, I have a friend who did this. Oh yeah, that's right. And he did it for, I don't know how long, but it was a, it was a long time. Uh, yeah. That they, they, and they visited all 50 states, huh. and homeschooled in their RV. The whole, yeah. like, I think it was like a year almost um, that they did this. So it absolutely can be done. I think one of the most important things is learning how, how to do this and asking the appropriate questions, right? I mean, yeah. um, because it, you, don't just, you don't just fire up the RV, drive down the road, yeah. you've got a mobile office. That's just not how it works, right? 100%. Yeah. So walk us through, how, like, how did, you, how did you get all of this stuff lined up? Yeah. So I, I think internet was probably the most important component for me for work. And so I can really work from anywhere. And so I just needed to make sure I had stable um, internet, but also some cell phone coverage. So um, I pulled up some coverage maps for Verizon. I have Verizon as a carrier and kind of saw where it was spotty or where I'd have difficulty. So I would plan my day accordingly because I would have an idea of when I would have good cell phone reception. And we bought a WeBoost. It uh, goes on top of the RV and it boosts the cell phone signal. And so we have that that's hooked up. My husband hooked it up himself. So it wasn't super technical or anything. Um, it took him a long time. So he may, Doug, he, he may. Means, <laughs> Doug's not super technical. That's what I heard. I don't know what everyone yeah. else out there heard. But, um, <laughs> what I heard was Doug's not super technical. Poor Doug. 
He's yeah, way more no. technical than I am, though. I can tell you that. My wife won't <laughs> touch anything. So, well, that part it worked out really well so far. So we also bought a mobile um, router, a, mo a mobile modem. I mean, I think it is. So mobile, it is um, can connect up to fifteen devices with Verizon. It's called a Jetpack, and so that actually gives me fifteen gigs and then of internet and then i have some on my cell phone that i can tether and then i have a second jetpack that we're going to activate if um, i need more internet so we're kind of playing that by ear of how that goes because i email a lot with a lot of attachments using real estate stuff so lots and lots of need for that so that the logistics of the internet has probably been the most difficult part um, but I also, we also are planning to go through a lot of national parks and those obviously don't have great coverage. COVID, it's actually pretty interesting. I feel like I have less exposure on this trip to other people than I did when I was living at home because I don't really have any neighbors and we have a self-contained home on wheels. So we don't really have to go into public places except to go grocery shopping. So it, that part's been actually really interesting. Um, and the RV parks right now and campgrounds and things are a little more open and available because school's in. So we've had not really any hard time finding a spot to camp for the night. So that's been really helpful as well parking this thing in the summer when everyone was traveling was more difficult. So yeah, logistically, that's been a little, that's been going well. But one thing I would encourage is if you want to do this, that you do a couple of test runs because two months starting from scratch would have been pretty brutal because we learned a lot of things that we needed to do differently the first um, two trips we took. So that would be another tip I would give, test it out first. So I'm just... Um... I'm a little bit blown away sometimes by people's ingenuity and creativity. So pat yourself on the back for, for everything <laughs> that you've done to make this happen. This is really cool. And I want to underscore this to everybody else. I find myself um, can pretty consistently saying the same thing to a lot of different people. And that is that you're asking the wrong question. Mm. You're asking the wrong question. The, the right question, like people bring a problem and they're, they're, they're mired in the problem because they're either not asking a question at all. They've decided that they can't do something mm -hmm. or they're asking the wrong question. The right yeah. question is, how can I make this happen now? And mm -hmm. <clears throat> my guess is, Heather, that you had to ask that question multiple, multiple times. <laughs> I almost gave up so many times because I was like, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic. This sounds like a horrible idea. And then our kids are going to miss school, which turned into, well, our district has a distance learning curriculum all set up for us. So we had to bring some devices. So that mobile, that modem has some definite use for school. I have four young kids that are all, well, three of the four are elementary school. I have a toddler. So that part um, is actually been done for us for the most part. We didn't really have to do a ton of work. So I think you're exactly right, Ron, because there's a million reasons I could have come up with as to how this wasn't going to work easily. <laughs> that was the easy part. The hard part was sitting down and saying, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to make this work. So <clears throat> I remember the, the same thing, right? When, when Bobby Joe and I just kind of at the same time turned and said, man, well, I could live here. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then of course, my, my personality, which is different than my wife's, thank God, is, um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just put an offer in on this. I mean, we, we like this house. Last one we looked at, we really liked. So we just put an offer in on it. And then 
reality set in when we got home, right? <laughs> How in the world are we going to do this? Because A, yeah. I hadn't talked to anybody in the company about the fact that I may just bail. <laughs> like out of the, I'm just out on the office and I'm going to go live in another state all the way across the country, <clears throat> by the way. Um, but you guys will be good. It's all going to be fine. I haven't talked <laughs> anybody about that. We hadn't listed our house. We hadn't even thought about listing our house. And so, you know, what do you do in that situation? Well, I think, unfortunately, I think most people, like you just said, I think most people would have given up. They would just be like, mm -hmm. well, we'll do it in a few years. You know, the kids are in school. We don't want to pull them out of school. Well, why not have a conversation with them? about it. Maybe they're more into it than you think they are. Our, ours actually were. They were like, yeah, I'm yeah. not these people anyway. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's not really what they said. Any friends from Utah who are listening? Uh, <laughs> but, um, it's, it's important. Those questions are really, really critically important to getting the right answers. If you're not getting the answers that you want, you're not asking the right questions and you're not really searching hard enough. Mm -hmm. Because if you actually have done the vision process, if you haven't done the vision process, then go back through the episodes and look for it. It's very clearly marked. There's two of them. There was Sean McCloskey, two of them. Those, those are really, really critical. Because once that thing is written down, you can choose parts of it, just like Heather did. Like, I, I've always mm -hmm. wanted to do this. Why can't I do that right now? Mm -hmm. I can literally work from anywhere in the country. The only thing that's going to keep me from doing it is school and internet. And mm -hmm. a rather large learning curve on the RV. That's really <laughs> it, right? Yes. And I think, I think having that mindset is so important in general to achieving your life vision. So, yeah. I think that, um, so my wife and I went through this stint here over the last year and a half where we were like, why can't we live on the beach if I want to live on the beach? Why can't we do that? And we looked really, really hard. We hit, we had made several offers on houses. We hit several walls, didn't really stop us. I mean, we even went through the, we even looked at selling our house and just renting on the beach for a while to see if we actually liked it. We actually talked about keeping our house and renting on the beach to see if we liked it. Mm. Ultimately, we decided that we don't want to live that close to anybody. Yeah. And all of that. What came out of it is we were visiting the beach more and more often, um, and we realized that we, we don't really want to live that close to anybody, and we really don't want double-parked cars on our front lawn either. All the time, we that's like so true. Beach. We're close enough to it, and we kind of like where we are. So what instead we decided was we were going to make our house how we wanted it. And so that's what we've, we've set about doing. None of that would have happened, however, none of it, had we not pursued what was on our vision. It's okay for your mm -hmm. vision to change, but that'll never even happen unless you're pursuing it and yeah. asking the right questions. I encourage you all to get out there and, and, and do this. I mean, Heather, and I've seen so many other people who have done you know, similar things, not, not necessarily the RV. Maybe RV is not really your shtick. It's, I don't think it's mine. I'm not sure, though. It's actually <laughs> making me question my life right now. <laughs> Sounds like so much fun uh, to do that. But it's like, yeah, I told you it was going to be a lot of fun. We should <laughs> I told you I have one you can use. <laughs> so I, I think that it's really, really important for you guys, for all of us to, to consistently be looking at our visions and asking which pieces of this can I live right now? And when you actually dig in to the, um, I want to be a better parent, I want to be a better spouse, um, when you actually look at those sections of your vision, it doesn't cost much money to do those.
Yeah. Um, in, in reality, a little bit of planning, um, a little bit of ingenuity can make things that you didn't think were possible financially very possible. Sometimes yeah. it just takes some focus, right? Yeah. And I'll add to that, Ron, because I think on this, um, one piece I didn't talk about is we financed this and found a really inexpensive um, loan with a low rate and it was just a five year. So it's kind of a steep payment. But I looked at the numbers and I went, wait a minute, my, our rental portfolio pays for this RV, like more than actually. So we can just use our rental income and pay the payment on this. And then when I turn around and sell it, because I don't plan to keep it for a super long time, because um, we bought a brand new one for the warranty, basically, since we're traveling so far and my husband's not super... Uh, I don't know, mechanically oriented. <laughs> so, so we wanted to have something that didn't break down a lot. And I should say I'm not either. So in all fairness, so we wanted something that was, that had a really good warranty just in case we had any problems. And um, in the end, I may lose about $10,000 of value in this if I sell it in about a year. And then I, and I have a full write-off of the whole purchase price. So it's kind of a no-brainer, like financially, when you look at the numbers, it was but a no-brainer. That takes an enormous amount of creativity to think through that, right? In yeah. addition to that, we talk so much, I think in the financial industry, just in general, people talk so much about retirement that they really skip over that the reason anyone invests in anything is to live, not to retire. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, so those of you out there who are buying investment properties to retire, that's fantastic. Obviously, they're a, a wonderful retirement vehicle, but they're also a good life vehicle. They're a good way to live your life. I mean, that's really, really cool. Um, Heather, I hope everybody listened to that. You can, you can do some really creative things to make money. We've talked about several on the show. Um, and then you can use those things to live parts of your vision, right? So I get so frustrated when I'm on, uh, I should take another hiatus from Facebook. Really people, are <laughs> right now. uh, all of the masker, non-masker people are really pissing me off. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I, I think when I get on Facebook and I see people complain that their life isn't the way they want it. I realize that we all have challenges. I, I do. Everybody has challenges, right? I'm, I'm in Florida, not for vacation. It does look beautiful behind me. Those of you who are, I mean, it is <laughs> but I'm, I'm here for doctor's appointments for my family. Every single person has challenges. We have challenges. Everybody has yeah. challenges, right? We've had significant financial challenges in the past and you don't overcome those by bitching about them. You yeah. overcome those by being very focused and very diligent and being focused on the right thing, which is your vision, not the money. Money comes by focusing and being creative. Um, I think Sean told his story in the, in the two episodes that he shared with us about his house, which is insane. That never, never do you just get a house basically for free. Mm -hmm. where you can get out of debt from your one house and move into a place basically for free yeah. and live there for a year and save up a buttload of money and get your life completely back on track and li literally in a year. 
That yeah. never happens mm-hmm. unless you're focused on it. And he wasn't focused on getting a house for free. He was focused on that piece of his vision that he wanted to live right then. And magically, here's this big blessing, right? But he would have never, ever seen that had he not been focused on that piece yeah. of his vision. And it's just like your, your story, Heather. And I keep harping on this, but guys, if you're not focused on your vision, if you're not focused on creative ways to live it now, and if you're not asking the right questions, it's never going to happen for you. No, I, I could have gone for years saying someday, you know, someday it's, I want to do that too. Like I've heard from a lot of my clients and friends, um, Doug and I, three days ago, were at a campground just kind of passing through. And there was a couple next to us that the woman was so old, she could barely stand up straight, right? That kind of lean over hunching and the walk, slow walking. And I looked outside and I saw that they, they had a tire that had blown out. And so they were waiting for a mechanic to come and help them. And I, I had that moment where I looked at her and I was like, man, I could have waited that long. I could have said, I'm going to wait till, you know, I literally have nothing else in the way and then I'll do it. You know? So she, um, it was a really good wake up call for me. And she said it had been the fourth tire that she had had problems with in the last like month. It was insane. So when you're elderly like that and you can't really do things to help yourself too, you're relying on other people and you can't even go and do the hiking and stuff that we've been doing either. You've waited so long that your body isn't capable of doing a lot of the things that you're wanting to do. So anyway. Guys, the point is this work 40 or 50 years or 60 in some cases and then retire is broken. It's an outdated thing that was created by people who wanted people to work 40 or 50 years or 60 years. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it certainly wasn't created. If you, if you actually go back to your teenage years and you go, man, what do I want in life? Well, I think <laughs> I want to work at a job that I hate for 40, 50, 60 years so that I can then leave and have a pension that will support me for the next 20 or 30 years while I am completely broken mm-hmm. going to doctor's appointments. And I'm going to really have a blast <laughs> then. That's what I want out of my life. I don't think any of us actually no. said that. So where the hell did that come from anyway? Yeah, it's so, so true. It's time to reimagine life. And right now, Heather, you pointed this out earlier. Right now is a fantastic time to reimagine life. So many people are using this, this, this Corona nonsense as an excuse to just be a complainer about literally everything, mm-hmm. right? Instead of going out there and going, man, you know what? I'm just going to reimagine things because right now I can't go to the office anyway. I'm working from my house. How, how difficult would it be to, you know, go into boss man and say, Hey, I can work from anywhere. You mind if I go hang out at the beach for a month, so long as I'm available and do my job? I mean, I've proven that I can do it over the last 20 freaking years. Is there a reason why I can't go do it at, you know, at the beach? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not a reason. <clears throat> can I go do it from an RV if I plan it and make it work? Probably. Why not? Right? Yeah. Reimagine your life a little bit. I agree. Some creativity. I think, I think um, everyone will be surprised, I guess, what's on the other end if you open your mind to what can I do? Like you said, Ron, how do I make this happen versus all the limitations and conditions we put in our thinking? So you'll be hearing from me for an art from an RV for the next little while. And then <laughs> I'll tell you where I'm at on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll open the segments with where's Heather at. 
world is Heather? What was that? What was that? It was like a oh, Carmen San Diego. Yeah. San Diego. So you will be uh, Heather San Diego, and we will figure out where you are every week. Where in the world? <laughs> Although I'm coming to you, so we'll be we'll be in Charleston in a couple weeks. My kids are I'm so excited. Pumped. I'm super pumped about it. Miss I miss all of them. Um, <laughs> well, and you too. I mean, I see you quite a bit, but but I know it's true. <laughs> okay, listen, everybody. Hopefully that was helpful. I have a pool downstairs that's calling my name, and I think Heather's got all kinds of really cool things uh, that she's going <laughs> to do today as well. If you haven't already, if you like if you like the show, then one of the most important things you can do is go and give us a written review of the show. We would really, really appreciate that. And just be honest. If you if you you know if you think I should grow some hair or whatever, just just put it in the comments. Whatever you want, right? Just be honest about the show. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you guys sharing it. It really helps us out. We've had um, pretty substantial growth over the last two to three months, and it's all because of you guys. We really appreciate that. Um, if there's something you'd like to hear from the show, Heather, do, yeah, do please. not listen to what people say. Yeah, we, we love ideas. Sometimes it's nice to hear someone else's perspective on what we should talk about. So email us at invest at rpcinvest.com with ideas. We'd love to hear about it. Awesome. Everybody, till next time, go live your vision. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.